0: Chatting with Andrew Henderson ahead of York's game away at Swinton this weekend. Andrew, uh, we're four games in now, you've had a little bit of time to take everything in um, that involves the club, the city, the players. How are you finding life in York?
1: Yeah, look, so far so good. To be honest with you, Paul, um, i I've actually uh, just in the process of moving up to the city next week, so uh, really excited about making the move. Um, I, I think I think York is a, a wonderful city with so many great things to offer. You know, so much history, but also so many you know so many great uh, places to go and enjoy in terms of eating food and coffee and uh, and just some great people as well within the within the city too to 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 get to know. So look, I'm really looking forward to getting up here. Also, I just feel Too once I'm I'm here and I'm settled. um, It'll probably just allow me to be a little bit more productive too as as a coach. You know I feel like don't get me wrong I'm I'm working tirelessly to help improve the players and the team. But yeah I'm not going to say it hasn't been challenging. You know with the the commute from Warrington. You know so um you know there and back and you know driving up a couple of hours and it's I suppose it's the late nights too. You're there all day and then you're driving back a couple of hours of a of a night time when you get away. You're probably landing at home around midnight and then it's yeah it's just it's been it's been challenging but um you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to, to getting in here now and getting settled but it was one of those things where with the job only coming up at the time that it did and it came coming up so suddenly um, I just didn't really have that time to, to, to facilitate a move there and then it just had to be a case of you know okay right I, I need to get some staff, I need to plan pre-season I need to get to know each and all, every one of these players before we come in and we need to get something in place ready to go so I just thought I'll get through till Christmas and then in the new year could start to get a little bit of a feel for some of the areas and the and, and the houses and uh, properties, etc., and uh, managed to secure one. So um, yeah, really, really pleased to be getting up uh, now and uh, and making my life in York now for the next few years. So yeah, looking looking forward to that. In terms of. You know the club itself. Obviously, you know my relationship's growing with with the owner Clint Goodchild, which is great. Um, obviously, I initially had a good vibe off him when I first came in, and that's why I did come to the job, uh, take the job, because you know I did believe in in his vision and his his aspirations and his aims, but also more importantly how he is going about his business in terms of developing the club infrastructure off the field, in terms of his sort of Proposals of how we're going to develop the team together, um, you know, moving forward and, and, and all that. So, um, and obviously, the more I'm getting to spend time with him and, and get to know him as a person, but also what he's about and how he's running things, you know, I'm, I'm even more impressed and, and confident we're in the right hands. Um, and certainly, the, I've certainly made the right move coming here. Uh, in terms of the team, I just think the team are really growing at the moment. Um, you know, they've had to adapt to a lot of changes in terms of mentality, training habits, uh, new systems, structures. Calls, Um, but I I feel even four games in, you know, I I think we're starting to see some signs of certainly what we've been working hard on in pre season, um, you know, and, and what we're trying to build this York team. To represent, I think we're starting to see elements of that in, in, in our in our game, defensively, um, and also we've seen a few snippets offensively with the ball. But that, again, I know will we'll continue to grow and build as we get those combinations with our sort of pivotal players mm. uh, coming together, because obviously we haven't had that luxury of a lot of time on the field together as a whole squad, but also, more importantly, uh, a lot of time with our sort of pivotal players that you're kind of playmakers, so to speak – we haven't had a lot of time there with them guys. So i um, yeah, really, really excited to, to see how that blossoms and flourishes mm. in the future and continues to grow and build. Um, but ultimately, I think for where we are at the moment, four games in, I think with everything we've contended with, you know, the changes, the disruption, the injuries... Um, I would have taken two from four at this stage. I think we're in a good place.
0: Yeah, I think you know you again usual touched upon a few things there, um, about the adversity that we faced early doors, and um, with the mix and match halfbacks, um, you know the all the young kids playing and things like that. Um, it's been a massive challenge, and and you must have learnt so much about the players and yourselves in that short time. Um, and how you can, you know, each match that you're preparing is must be so different because you don't know what you're going to have next week.
1: Yeah, it's true. That's true. But one thing I will say, though, uh, Paul, is, you know, for, for for me coming in as an outsider, so to speak, into a, a group of players that were already assembled and, and signed um, by the previous regime... Um, I have to say, you know, they've been a real pleasure to work with so far. I think they've accepted me. Um, they've accepted my staff. Um, I think they've embraced all the changes and, and just got on with it. Uh, and honestly, they've been a real pleasure to coach. I think each and every one of them. You know, they, I don't. I feel blessed in a way in some in some respects because, you know, I think they're all good people. Um, I think they're all coachable. Uh, I think they all have an element of a competitive edge and a will to win and a and, a, and a will to improve and, and, and become the you know, become better players and mm. better people. So I think we've got the nucleus of that within our within our ranks. Um so that that's that obviously pleases me but but also you know, it certainly made my transition into coaching mm. York a lot easier and, and I've got to give a lot of credit to the playing group for that because you know they really have, you know, not only accepted me but they've embraced it as well and they're delivering on it. What they're saying, so um, yeah, I, I, I'm really pleased with that. Yeah.
0: And looking forward to this weekend. Um, player-wise, um, Danny's out. Danny Kerman's out. Yeah. He's got a yeah. suspension. Um, have we got an automatic natural replacement for him? Well, we do. We do with Chris Clarkson, <laughs> don't
1: we? So we have a we have a player there that's um, more than capable of being a, an able replacement for Danny. So um, and like I've made very clear in, in previous uh conversations and interviews is that you know we've been managing chris obviously he's been battling with a an achilles injury there but he's um he's he's been sort of been doing all the right things that we need from him from a rehab point of view we've been managing his load through that and uh yeah like i said he's now in a, in a position where he's got a couple of markers to tick off um he's ticked off last night so he's got one more session and Uh, At this stage, he's good to go. So I'm really, really excited to have him back in the fold. Great to have his presence Mm. and his leadership around the group too. And I know he's chomping at the bit Mm. too. I think he wants to just get out there and and add that value to the team that I know he can add and uh, get back playing. So, um, yeah, like I said, uh, you know, fingers crossed there's no hiccups tonight at Mm. training, but... um, he'll be good to go Sunday, so great to have him back. And what that does now is it starts to bring that little bit of competition. So, you know, we've got Jesse D operating in the back row at the moment, Danny Kermond, obviously, so, you know, we've got Bailey Entropus that can do a little bit there too, and um, now we're getting a few more of our middle boys back as well. So it just starts to create a bit more of that competition for, for, for places, which ultimately improves the standards of training because, you know, the intensity rises. And um, But also as a coach too, it just gives you that little bit of, comfort knowing that hey, if we do get an injury or we do have somebody who's a little bit out of form that you've got an, a, a capable replacement to come in and um you know do the do the job yeah. and, and do what's needed for the team so uh yeah we're certainly on on the up at the moment and uh yeah looking forward to, to, to Clarky coming back in
0: I, I think all the York fans will echo that everybody knows what he brings to the team and yes. and brings on the pitch yeah his effort his leadership everything um, and again you know we. Leading in something there, we we spoke a couple of weeks ago when we were saying we've got a bare seventeen. It's dead easy to pick, and now we're looking at a fact where you know you've sort of named four second rows there on top of our heads, you know, and you'd play any of them straight up. So yeah. it, it, again, it gives you a different dilemma, different thoughts, and, yeah. <laughs> and different challenges.
1: Absolutely, and that's what you want as a coach. You want that selection headache, you know, and uh, and sometimes yeah, more often than not, I'll base a lot of my uh, decisions. On team selection around performance now ultimately my hands have been tied to a degree early in the season because the team has pretty much picked itself most weeks i mean one week as we know we we didn't even get a full complement of 17 players so <laughs> the team did pick itself naturally um but yeah no it, you know that's where it has been but now obviously as, as we start to get a few of these bodies back and, and whatnot i i can now look at it and go okay well on reflection of a, of someone's performance, has that been good enough to the standards that we set? And and I don't care whether we win, lose or draw. You know, if if, if a certain player doesn't perform to the levels of uh, of what we expect, um, then they they won't play the following week. That's the reality. So we 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 set high standards here at York, and there's a there's a, a level of performance that we expect from our players individually and also collectively as a team, obviously. Um, but you know, if we, if we have a good win, but that certain player hasn't hasn't performed to the standards and somebody else will get an opportunity, providing that other player who's who's in the, who's waiting in the wings is again delivering at training, doing the right things, you know, in terms of their attitude, their application and uh, and, and execution on that training field and then they'll get they'll get an opportunity. And that that's the, the way we work. Yeah. Sometimes I will make tactical decisions, Paul, because sometimes I'll look at the opposition and go, actually we might need an extra middle there or we might need to go something a little bit a different dynamic coming off the bench there to give us this at this stage of the game and yeah, so sometimes you will make a decision, so it may be somebody misses out, not mm. necessarily because they've been playing poorly or, or, or not playing well enough, but it's a case of, well, we don't need to carry that many on the bench in that position. Mm. We need an extra one of these or a utility instead, so we've got the different dynamic. Or I want to make this change potentially in the game, which is, I think is going to mm. potentially be a difference for us. And, and that's where I've got to be honest with my playing group and, and players and, and let them know about that, um, you know, so they understand. But, uh, but yeah, but it's going to be nice, so, you know, certainly this week. Again, we're still in the position where the team on the whole generally does pick itself. I'm not going to lie. But there's probably one or two players this week I've got a little bit of a a choice to make. Mm. Um, But I I have to be honest and say that, yes, we're getting some bodies back, but we still don't have huge numbers back there to choose from. And also what I have to say, and it's going to be something we will have to address moving forward for next season, is um, probably getting a little bit more... Uh, strength in depth and what I mean by that is probably a little bit more quality in certain positions I mean we've got a lot of young guys at the moment getting some great exposure and great opportunity but again they're in that development phase and and I've got a duty as a coach to manage them properly in terms of when to play them when to pull them out to look after them both physically but also mentally too so their confidence doesn't get shot Um, but at the moment I I haven't had that luxury Um, so it's definitely something moving forward next season we probably need to get a bit more I think the balance of the squad is is quite good but we probably need a little bit more strength Yeah. in depth um, and that will obviously a generate competition places but also will help with the development of our younger players yeah. as well
0: okay and we don't I know you don't always discuss too much the opposition but you just touched upon it then um, so Swinton this weekend um. A lot of people would say a surprise package. I think they came up, yep. again, not a big squad, not a big budget. They've had a couple of decent wins, shocked a couple of people, and they sit basically, I think, the one point better off than us yep. on the ag- aggregate rather than the same number of points games won. But there's there's nothing between us on paper.
1: No, and I've, I've made that clear to the, to the playing group last night when we were sort of doing our, uh, a preview and, and, and prep for Swinton. Um, yeah, I made it very, very clear that, you know, we've just got to focus on what we need to deliver. You know, in terms of our our game plan, in terms of our defensive efforts that we that we focus on, um, and I believe if we if we do that to a high standard, then we'll put ourselves in a position to to earn a result uh, and get the job done. But if we disrespect that and we go there with the wrong attitude, and, and complacency is the enemy this week. Um, you know, then we'll, we'll we'll be in for a tough afternoon because one thing I know about Swinton is, you know, they've got good energy. You know, and, and look, they'll be licking their wounds after a disappointing loss last week away at Whitehaven, so they're going to want to come back at home this week, bounce back with a with a strong performance to get back on the horse. Yeah, you know, similar how we were this week coming back from Toulouse, going into Barrow. You know, so they're going to be very very determined. They'll bring good energy and enthusiasm, and our job is to knock that out of them. And the way we do that is by executing what we need to. And if we do that. We'll 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 take the energy away from them, and hopefully we'll we'll put ourselves in a position to win the game. If we don't, then we're going to feed the beast, and they'll grow. And and again, what they have seen, what I've seen of them, is they can score points. They're a good attacking side, and if you give them opportunity, yeah, you know, they'll hurt you. So, um, you we know, we just got to make sure that we're going there with the right mentality, but also making sure that we deliver the performance that we need to to get the job done.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Thank you, and as always, good luck on Sunday, and speak soon.
1: Great stuff. Thanks, Paul.